0: today's podcast is about cloud computing. Oh, it's so interesting. Uh, what I find most interesting is the way that industry has decided to implement and market the cloud without any actual uh, technical or technology announcements. So it's up to us students and Uh, technology professionals to understand what's going on in industry. And we knew that from the start. All industry professionals do this. We stay up to date on what's important and what's going on in our industry that impacts our jobs. And interestingly enough, in technology, it changes. Um, I don't know the rate of change. It used to be pretty fast and ongoing, so we had to stay current all the time. And constantly train and learn new things, and then at some point it levels out because we get into an uh, imp- implementation ugh, implementation phase where we're ready. We've got we've got the right technology, and we got the right skill sets, and we've got the right amount of people, and the uh, excellent time um, to implement the technology. But here's the thing: looking at cloud computing you know, we think we know what it is. So if I were to go uh, and do an internet search on what I think cloud computing is, and and I present this to you from a buyer's standpoint, assuming that um, the buyers don't have Microsoft professionals employed in their offices in their technology departments, assuming Uh, that uh, maybe they do, maybe, maybe each corporation has qualified um, project managers and technology professionals that are always up to date and up to speed on what Google is doing and what Microsoft is doing and what Apple is doing and has done. But I just don't think that's the case. I just don't think that's the case, which I think is why consultancy and Microsoft certifications and google certifications are still so very valuable and they should be because it's a special they're specialized products you can hire technology professionals to go build your own which you have a lot of different choices on what kind of solutions what kind of technology you choose to develop your own and Microsoft and Google provide tools that you can build your own, which is great. But it competes with a global or national priority called integration. And that's uh, that's a technology phase where the world is going into where we become more interconnected in our ability to utilize the internet to not only send and receive information, but to standardize our systems and create shared environments, shared work systems, so that we're not all running on 8 million different types of software, 8 million different types of customized solutions, because what happens then is it becomes unsupportable. And we get into a very serious problem uh, that's not even managed by risk management. It's not even... Uh, handled by maintenance tasks. It's not handled by uh, monitoring, nor is it handled by training And once, or if we ever get to that point. Um, The goal is to actually not allow that. And that's called uh, standardization and making sure we have the right regulations in place, but also that we have the right strategic plan for technology, but not so high level that our professionals don't understand. So what we're going to talk about is a little bit more about cloud computing, where it began and where it's going, where we think it's headed from my perspective. And then you can do the research and look in your technology offices and and around the world in corporate environments and see what they're saying and doing. I don't know until I walk into a building, but I can tell you from the Internet already, we're screwing it up because we're becoming non-standardized. Yet we have some things that are standardized, the ability to send and receive money, but it's become so duplicative that uh, I don't know if it's because of the Microsoft antitrust lawsuit or if it's just uh, technical stupidity or some other uh, design that once worked that we grew out of that no longer works for us. And now it's time to almost time to change. But first we got to show you those problems. But rather than to talk about the problems with the way things are, we're gonna talk about the cloud computing. And cloud computing originally wasn't called cloud computing, it was called the internet and to be able to send and receive and share information using the internet. And we had all these, we had a few different email systems that enabled us to do that. And we said, well, let's make those uh a little more shareable a little more easier to install and manage because right now it's a one for one meaning it you have to you had to install not right now because we've changed but we used to have to install one piece of software per per machine that was a one-to-one ratio and we said oh my god if we keep doing this microsoft's gonna make a lot of money but we're gonna uh and it's going to be okay, we can maintain it, but it's going to be a problem in the long run. So we can't effectively uh, utilize all of the technology, all of the potential that the internet offers if we continue doing uh, work this way and if we continue doing software this way. So what they did is they said, well, let's make an internet available uh, system so that you can access your email anytime, anywhere. And that was great. And that that's uh, live mail and web mail. They called it web mail. But we're calling it uh, online email, the ability to access your your email systems from anywhere in the world. And some crazy-headed-minded people from the past are still saying, you got to have a virtual private network to do that. It has to be secure. We can't do that. You can't just go on to gmail.com and and check your business email from anywhere. It's not safe. And that's just not true anymore because security is being built into the systems as directed uh, so that you don't have to install software every time you need to use something or have a different uh, personal settings in one location and personal settings in another location in order to get the information that you need anywhere and anytime. So that was the start of cloud computing and it's really evolved not only to from email, but into, um, into software solutions called internet applications. And I'll talk more about that, but that's just the beginning right now. All right, so cloud computing, it was originally online email systems and the goal was to be able to do things from anytime, anywhere and to be secure. And security and privacy is important anytime, anywhere, anyways. Uh, so it's just making sure we have the right levels. But here's the thing, Uh, it's not top priority. That's not the top priority. Top priority is making sure that our systems work together. And uh, so that, and and we've achieved that already in email. I can email you no matter what email software system you use. And it's not like uh, the way telephones uh, started out with our bots. I can't chat with you if you're on MSN. Uh, and you're on AOL. The two can't chat together unless they have the same chat. And chat still works that way. Kind of funny. Um, But anyways, here's the thing with uh, cloud computing. It's an umbrella, right? It's like an umbrella. It's it's a, a broad category for software that works online and systems that work online. Uh, that can be accessible anywhere. So government's moving closer to it. You're able to get um, your address changed online. You can request a DMV record online. A lot of online advancements, but no real standardized government-wide software system that is interconnected, that shares information and and enables uh, ease of use from the comfort of your own home. So uh, getting a record from a healthcare office or somewhere, <coughs> excuse me, in another state uh, is still very difficult and the systems are not connected. So I can't just maintain a primary personal profile of my information and press a few buttons that says update everyone I've uh, that I do business with because I've changed my address. So the online processes don't match what happens in person. And some of the processes that happen in person or in the physical environment match what happens online. So there's a lot of inconsistencies there in the way that we're doing things. Now with cloud computing, we have an opportunity to change that and standardize and make more efficient those processes. And it's important and critical not because the majority of people are going to be moving out of state or need this information on vacation, but because the United States, even though we're split up into 52 different states, we're still a nation and we have to work together and follow the same kind of government processes and procedures standardized nationwide. And the way that e-commerce works and the way that other new emerging systems, such as social media, The way that those systems work uh, allows national and even global connectivity and sharing of information. So right now is the best time to look at these cloud systems. What is considered a cloud system, which Facebook isn't. Facebook's not considered a cloud computing system, even though it is a software application that is accessible via the Internet. It's just an online platform software system, totally different classification, perhaps because it doesn't have a financial element of work, uh, or the separation of work from a social contacts. Uh, anyways, cloud computing started off as just email, like I said, but what's wonderful is that with Microsoft and Google's products, they enabled the creation of software to allow uh, online applications and the sharing of data, which is great but bad if we head down a sales uh, road of trying to sell businesses, uh, software licenses, and developers with technology professionals ready to build. Because if we do that, then we're going to remain only connected to dial up or to access the information and not to actually have or build an architecture that is fully connected across the 52 states and even other nations that need this, this kind of um, work management or technology management system for all of the information that we handle. And um, it's really amazing when you look at it from a large city, you look at a large city and you go, man, There's like all of these high-rise buildings, and the traffic is crazy. Uh, People are going to work. There's all these banking institutions, businesses, corporations, and you just wonder, what do they all do? And you start to look at Hoover's and the businesses, and you realize there's the world is made up of a ton of different kinds of businesses, and businesses use computers and businesses share information and they process information constantly. I mean, constantly. So it's not just uh, work management tools, but it's also standardized systems for the human resources that every company has with a standardized payment system, with a standardized integration to tax paying systems and household budgeting and finance systems. We don't have, we have software right now that lets us do that, but it's still, we're data entry people still. And we need to get away from that into more automated and integrated systems. The more integrated they are, the more automated it becomes, reducing uh, the potential for human error, uh, alleviating the data entry requirements, changing completely the way data is managed and reducing duplication down to a point where things are truly actually efficient, efficient and better managed. So we also in the implementation of cloud computing, we need to look at who's managing data and how is it managed and who should really manage it? It's my data. I gave it to you. You demanded it from me as a requirement to do something so requirements is important and also business change because you know maybe uh maybe you're requiring something from me that uh a simple button and request can share that and you don't have to bother me and i don't have to bother you with anger frustration or even the question as to why do i have to give that to you are you going to protect it is my information going to be safe and with a safe and secure sharing system uh, that's very standardized, tested, and foolproof, uh, managed correctly, then uh, the world's going to be a better place. It's going to be a lot, a lot better place. And um, you know, the world of of let's see how money and credit is handled as far as negotiations and prices, uh, supply and demand can even improve uh, if we still wanna use those economic terms. That can be improved. Um, shortages, food sor- shortages, money shortages, uh, and, and better budgeting and not just the financial elements, but better uh, management and less duplication in our worlds because here's what's happening is we go and we complete a paperwork process somewhere. And the government has enabled some of the parts and pieces to happen online, whether it's in a cloud system or not a cloud system, maybe it's just an internet page. Now, if that were a cloud system, and all governments use the same architecture on that cloud system, then they can share information and enable a standardized process. But Rather than uh, me architecting a solution for 52 different states and 100,000 different entities that want to do things differently, it's one architecture, it's one process, several processes within uh, an organization, and it's available at home, and it's streamlined, so you don't even have to go ask the DMV for this document and go ask the hospital or the vital statistics for this document and bring it to an organization because in technology, now it's already brought together for you. You don't even have to walk to the post office. You don't have to pick up the phone. You just fill out and complete the re- initiate the request and the system's gonna gather that data for you. That's called automation. But we don't have the architecture right now if we're going to run around doing Internet sites, customized and individualized for each uh, government agency that varies and differs in the way that they manage and handle information and what they require. So standardization is number one. And apparently the International Standards Office manages that. So I don't know who they are. I don't even know if they see and understand what's going on on the internet or even care uh, to understand what the everyday uh, local person's uh, life is like trying to manage uh, information on a computer. And uh, so part of the goal then in one of my projects is to point out what that uh, experience is like and why it's necessary to standardize the architecture before we go do some other new launch a web 2.0 software system that destroys everything again or creates even four times the amount of duplication and footwork necessary when technology is supposed to make our lives easier but so it goes back to this what is cloud computing is it is it email is it databases is it Uh, Individual companies, technology like Microsoft and Google selling products and enabling businesses to build their own software. I already told you, building your own software, each each corporation having that freedom is going to set a course for disaster unless they have a corresponding uh, technology company that can back them, lead them, guide them, and support them throughout the life of that product. And we just don't have those kind of ratios, and if we continued on that path, we'd have another problem of a one-to-one ratio, which is failure. That's not a one-to-many, and that's not a uh, that's not the way you can effectively uh, standardize and span a solution across the world that works effectively, interconnectedly, and efficiently and accurately in a controlled uh, with controls that uh, that makes sure the information, the users, and the system abides by the laws and policies that are set forth in the way that we have to uh, live in the world, that we've already established, that we're not going to go back and redesign some you know, uh, law system because the internet is here now. Now we can be illegals online and whoever we want because uh, there's no actual identity tracing. There is There truly is, but we can actually save time in that and reduce that effort by creating uh, more standardized systems with stronger um, interconnected systems with checks and balances. And that's in alignment with what the Constitution and government is supposed to do. So anyways, that's where we're headed. That's uh, cloud computing, but... Um, Not without issue, right? So if you buy uh, Microsoft Azure, Azure software, I like the name, uh, what you're buying are software development tools, nothing out of the box, nothing ready to go, nothing ready to install other than the ability to make and create software. So uh, I'm not going to build it. I've already done that. You go build it. You train your people how to build a database. You architect it for the United States. You architect that design and the way that it should connect with all the other systems and what data points should be shared. While I work on my profile management system to make sure that we manage identities and all the points where all that information is used, stored, duplicated and moved around so that we can really show how well we can um, make it more efficient and more accurate and more protected so that uh, it's all this duplication, even just in a day-to-day process of logging into your computer and shopping online is not such a Uh, ridiculous, uh, check my email to make sure this is there, and check this site to make sure that payment went through. Check the bank to make, it's a lot of checks and balances that we should not have to go through. It's because it's not consolidated. It's not a cloud system. It's an email system, and it doesn't work. It works, but it's not good enough. We can do way better, and I know we're gonna do way better. I know the technology people out there, I know I'm not the only one, but the technology professionals out there are going to be able to put something together and say, you know what, Uh, this is really efficient, it's secure, and it's actually enjoyable to work with. And it's less individualized, making it it much easier for anyone to just do it. Anyone can use the system. Not everyone can program it. Not everyone can change the design. And not any, everyone should. And not everyone should have a say in how it works. Because if we let everyone have a say in how it works, uh, too many people would be talking at once. We would never get anywhere. And uh, we'd be in a standstill in where we are. And uh, at some point, uh, we'd get tired of listening and just head off on our own paths. And unfortunately, that's that's heading towards disaster if we do that. So, anyways, um, I think it's going to be good. I just wish the companies would get out of their sales mindset and thinking that they are technology providers that can sell cloud solutions because they can't, and they aren't. Not every consulting firm and technology company can sell a cloud system, you can partner with Microsoft, you can partner with Google, but you need to be certified. And that certification is probably lacking in integration efforts. So until we have a true integration plan, you should not even be authorized to sell the product because we're heading towards disaster. Acting as if the internet's purpose is solely to allow you to send a document and use an email system and access software. And that's not the way that it works. It's not. It's a way that it works, but it's not its fullest potential. And we want to use it to its fullest potential. So cloud computing is nice. It's great. It's got a lot of software packages, a lot of nice features. But we need a team put together to architect and redesign the way things are currently being done so that we can truly. Uh, utilize the internet and technology to greater potential. I don't know if we'll get to its fullest potential. We won't know until we get closer, but right now it's not. So, And then heading down the path of implementing individualized cloud solutions at every company is profitable in software sales, but a maintenance disaster and dangerous for the security of the United States and what the United States potential could actually be in the future, which is far more organized, far better, and less of an environmental hazard, and far more enjoyable. So I don't know if the right answer is to train uh, and staff professionals in technology departments and enable them to build connected systems. But right now it's individualized, one for one. And that's why our data is everywhere. And that's why we have constantly, we're receiving advertising like you wouldn't believe. Identity theft is going, went on like crazy. A lot of garbage is happening. So that can, those problems can be solved with standardization and a different approach to the way that we actually implement these systems. And I know we started looking at a regionalized system for a server based technologies with software as a service that you can purchase or, uh, rent equipment. And I don't think that's the right approach either, but, um, I think we'll talk about it more in um, future podcasts, but for right now, um, I'm not in charge, so I don't know who's making the decisions, but I am one that's standing up saying, what are you doing? if you continue on this route of of installing servers at every location and all you're giving them is microsoft word and a database uh uh software that enables people to build their own or to port their existing databases over for upgrades without consideration of an of a an, uh, more connected shared architecture we're headed for we're headed for hell And yeah, we're headed for hell and I don't want to go with you. I'm going to stand back. I'll try to lead you into a better design. Uh, And so I hope that you can see it. But how can you see it if I'm just talking to you and nothing's in writing? If I don't show you an architecture of how that information is best, uh, how those systems are best architected and shared, how are you going to get to a place uh, where you can say, you know what, I like that. I agree with you. And I think that's the way that we should go. Uh, you won't be able to based upon a 20-minute podcast. So there's more work on my part that I need to do if I'm going to change uh, your minds and change the road that we're headed down in technology and show you a better way of doing things. And it's my pleasure to do so. So I'm starting with the the main components, which the way the world started, when God created the heavens and the earth, he started with the birds of the air and the ground and the people. I'm starting with the people because the earth is already here. We know we have geographies all over the place. We know we got buildings everywhere. They're all in addresses. They're all in databases. We know where that information is. Everyone knows where they live, where they work, whatever. It's all there. We have it. Uh, we just need a a. I need to build you a good plan or you need to show proof that you have already built a good plan in architecture for all those systems to work together not just for a typist on the end of the computer on the internet to access their internet page but how the software data data is shared amongst all those organizations and places that link to not just the stock market and not just tax systems, and not just human resource payroll systems, but also other government systems with checks and balances that says you have 40,000 employees, IRS has the same figure and knows uh, how much money you made on a quarterly basis in what tax bracket, and that W-2 is automated an automated system and not some paper-mailed process with a time delay of four days and 10 days of processing because our people are behind. And I'm not just doing this and talking about this to connect a financial system, but for identity purposes, profiling purposes, so that we can truly have an internet connected system where we don't have to constantly guard our information from looky-loos and constantly have to listen to these threats that security and viruses and this and that are always an issue. We're tired of it. We need a better system.